Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. I have a hot neighbor and my dog loves his dog. So like this morning I took Echo on her long morning walk and we were inside for like maybe 20 minutes and she starts scratching at the door that she rarely ever does. And so I'm like, okay, well, we'll go back outside. Maybe she didn't finish. Very, and, uh, 101 Dalmatians, your dogs are going to I was you just going to yeah. say that. Well, I mean, he's like probably way too young for me. So is that the dude that walks <laughs> around with his shirt off? Yeah. Yeah, the, tattoo, the tattoo dude. Tattoo um, abs. He has tattoos on his abs? He's got He's tattoos, got tattoos like, all over. Like, like all his front whole and back. torso. But, yeah. So, we I walk outside because I thought Echo had, you know, had not finished. And, no, it's because the hot neighbor was out there. And that's all she wanted. She went over, played with the hot neighbor, and was ready to go in. Very 101 Dalmatians. You're right, Jessica. <laughs> I want them to get together because I like their dog and I like him. He's cool. Could he be my daddy? I won't say, I won't tell a bunch of Echo stories. I just thought, you know, I was like, hey, I know the hot neighbor's name now. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can talk about the ass whisperer when we're done here. The anal whisperer. Anal, anal, anal whisperer. Whispers. She's a farty dog. She's very farty. Well, she has, um, Echo? She has, um, IBS, doggy IBS. So <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, Evidently. I didn't know it was either until, like, I was reading up on it, and I took her to the vet not too long ago, and yeah. Oh, first of all, we should probably talk about Rachel. Yes, who came to see us? She sent a message via Facebook and said, "I just happen to be driving through Oklahoma City, and I would love to accidentally run into you guys." I know it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it was almost an accidental because um, Martha had the day wrong. <laughs> yeah, because she had said she was going to be here for a couple of days, and initially we talked about Friday night, but then I knew that Vonnie had a vet appointment and some other stuff. So I was talking to. The group text about when we should do it. Plus, I was talking to Vonnie in a separate conversation. So I kind of thought that I had told Rachel Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And we got there and we're sitting there waiting. And this girl walks by that kind of had the same hair. And right. I gave her this big old cheesy grin. And she looked at me like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like- so I was like, hmm. <laughs> so I started texting and said, we're in the coffee shop. And she's like, what? <laughs> I thought we were meeting tomorrow. <laughs> so she and her husband rushed over to Full Circle Books and we all sat around and talked and it was awesome. We had such a great time. And she was super nice. She said, was she going to put in a... Yep. She's going to apply to the Book Girl Virtual Tour. That is so hard Book to say. Girl. Book Girl Virtual Tour. Yes. <laughs> Why are you having so much trouble with this? You always... Say it just fine. I have no idea. It's, it's you're a, very tongue tied. That's that's me <laughs> usually, it's not a you. Sunday morning thing, I guess. Oh. Yeah, but she was super nice, and so was her husband. Her husband shouted us out off of his podcast. Did He's got a that? baseball podcast, evidently, yeah. and he was the one that suggested she go looking for book podcasts because you know they live. They're sort of transplants to Texas. They're both from Illinois. But they're transplants to Texas. So, you know, she doesn't have a lot of people to talk books with. And he said, there are podcasts on everything. You should go look. And then she found us. Yep. And evidently she she did the, the whole binge thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot of episodes. And that's then she, a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right. And then she finished and she's like, I felt this great loss. I felt like I just couldn't wait till Sunday. She probably knows more about us now than, than we do. Than our BFFs do. <laughs> We're like, oh, I forgot all about that. The only reason you know so much about me being my BFF is because of this podcast. That's probably accurate because the conversations that come out of this are really 
amazingly detailed. Yeah. There's sometimes I tell <laughs> I people I'm on a podcast and they're like, oh, really? What is it? I'll listen. And I'm like, I don't know if I want you to. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find out way too much about me that way. I think that's one of the things that makes us so delightful. Well, yeah. And, you know, truthfully, I'm kind of like that in real life. Sometimes just well, so am things I. come out of my mouth and I'm like, I, you didn't need to know that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, TMI, TMI. I mean, like when the hot neighbor told me his name, I'm like, oh, now I can quit calling you hot neighbor. Did you I'm, really say that? No, I didn't. Oh, but gosh. I almost did. And I was like, no, <sighs> no, that would make it super awkward when we're walking our dogs at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, especially when you haven't brushed your teeth. And I've got like, you know, bed head and my glasses and. Don't, let's walk this way. We that might be a good anybody. thing, you know, because he's already seen you. Wait a minute, Echo. I got to put lipstick and mascara on before we go walking. <laughs> Please hold it. Hold your IBS back for a second. I know, right? <clears throat> mm. Sorry, I'm still getting over Captain Trips, which mm-hmm. I did survive. Captain Trips, for those of you who are, have not read Stephen King's The Stand, is the pathogen that wipes out three quarters of the population of the earth. But I su- I survived it. Awesome. Still coughing up a lung and have to, you know, grab it off the floor and stuff it back in occasionally. But circling back around to the whole virtual book tour, we need some book girls to fill out that form, which it's pretty easy to do an audio file. All you have to do is download one of the free audio apps. There's a ton of them out there. They're free. You just record your voice and then it makes it into an MP3 file and then you just attach it to your the form. Right. And what does this do for you, my friends? It gives you the opportunity to join us here on Three Book Girls and represent your area, whether it's one of the United States, Canada. We love our Canadians. Great Britain, whether you're for or against Brexit. We'll take you either way. Scotland, (laughs) Ireland. And lately, ladies, we have a huge following in India. Okay. So welcome to our new book girls in India. That's awesome. Jessica's got a sty, so she she, she keeps winking at me. And I think it's kind of (laughs) creepy. Jessica, stop it. I know you miss me, but. I hate those. (laughs) Pissed on the stupid ointment. Makes it where you can't see. Makes mm. you sort of blurry. like putting Vaseline in your eye. Yeah, it hurts. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah, she's I'm winking at me again. I'm just gonna keep it closed. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go through her entire review with her with her eyes closed. Probably, I do that anyways. Pretend you're blind. I just can't look at you because then I start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I am funny looking, Jessica, but. You're not that funny looking. You're very expressive when we're doing our reviews. And usually because you don't like whatever book that we are reviewing. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's my prerogative to feel my feelings. Just as it is your prerogative to feel your feelings. Remember in Orange is the New Black? I got through the first season and then quit. Oh. Yeah. With the panties. You didn't like it? Uh, I like the first season, and then the second season kind of bombed. Like with selling, I loved it. Selling underwear to panty sniffers, I was like, "What the?" That's f-? really a thing. Dude. I know, but still weird. <laughs> of course, it's weird. It's like that. Isn't there a channel? Wh- what's it called when there the person does nothing but whisper? <laughs> it's a channel where where they whisper like this everything, and they open up. It goes, shh. The only thing I know. Well, there's new Pepsi commercials that do it, too. Well, it's super annoying. So quit whispering at me. All right. Sorry. But I don't remember what that's called, either. Sound like I'm getting an obscene phone call. There is weird shit for everybody. Everybody who has, like, a weird thing that they like, there's something out there for you, man. If you have a fetish for flaming goats, it's there. If you're really, really excited by licking stamps, mm-hmm. I bet you're going to find yourself a channel for that. Yep. There are people who Kinda do Kind of like that. on Shameless, she has the um, the channel where all she's doing is like doing laundry naked, like shirtless, yes. not even all the way naked, yes. just shirtless. There are people who just really get turned on by weird shit. I was yep. talking about that one time with some coworkers at a place that I do not work anymore. 
And they were like, you know, saying something about, oh, I need to get a second job. I need to, you know, pay some stuff off. And they're like, you should open a, a web channel and just, you know, just vacuum. And I'm like, that's weird. And they're People like, not if it. you're wearing the right stuff. And I'm like, no, I can't have this conversation People with you right now. People dig it. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> Having just flashbacks. We just went over sexual dysfunctions in class. Ah, sexual Fetishes dysfunction. are okay. As long as it's with someone consenting. Yeah, so long <laughs> as it's legal and consensual. That's then. right. Your weird is your business. As long as you're not a voyeur or an exhibitionist, you're okay. <laughs> Personally, I'm a rock licker, so. Licker? I thought you were a collector. Well, yeah, but, but part of the them? thing, you know, when you go out in the field... And there are certain tests that you can do on the rock. Do we really want to? I don't know if I want to know about your rock licking. Like bone, <laughs> I mean, you know, like uh, fossils. You can you can touch it with your tongue. And Martha likes really old guys. <laughs> like really <laughs> old guys. Like, really old guys. <laughs> like, hey, big boy, are you a T-Rex? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Come here and let me lick your bone. Do you know there's actually a thing called a Marthasaurus? Mm-hmm. It actually exists. Mm-hmm. So my dream of having a dinosaur named after me has has become a reality. Well, now, like that, now that we've gone through fetishes that are not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Jessica says that it's OK. Let's uh, move on to our other fetish, and, which is. And she's the one who's educated in sexual dysfunction. Yeah, that's so, right. As of last week. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> so our other obsession which we share with all of you. Let's talk about books. What do we got? This week, speaking of hot vapor, (laughs) I read a book that um, Nicole gave me. And um, Nicole, who sent this to you? That is from St. Martin's Press. Okay, and it's an early um, advanced reader's copy. It doesn't go on sale until April. So, and it is a true story about counter spies in Russia during the Cold War. It is called The Spy in Moscow Station by Eric Hasseltine. It was pretty interesting. Every time I hear about and read about the KGB, it just, they're so sneaky with everything they do. And it's amazing to me that their spy technology is so advanced considering that the country was so poor. True. I mean, they were, seriously, they seem like they were more advanced than we were. And the spy technology that they had, they like created bugs that couldn't be detected. They, there was this one, there's like a couple of chapters near the beginning of the book that they actually built a false chimney on the embassy, the U.S. embassy to put an antenna in there so that they could put bugs in all of the stuff in the, you know, like the teletype and the and the fax machines and the phones and everything like that, that they could not detect because the um, antenna allowed the frequency to be as such that the um, machines and the technology that the U.S. had to detect the bugs, you know, when you debug a room. Right, right. Um, and that it was not detected. Dang. And the only reason they heard it is because they heard scraping in the wall and they thought a bird got caught in the chimney. So they like knocked down part of the chimney and that's when they figured out that it was a false chimney that like was attached to like the building next door where they were coming in to adjust this antenna to hear secret conversations and stuff. Nice. Wow. I mean, it was just amazing. And, And they talk about, you know, how... The walls have ears. Mm-hmm. And there was one part that was pretty funny that this little boy, just a kid, um, somebody stole his bike off the porch. And so, and he was sad about it and everything. And before he went to ball to bed, he he said, um, Wall, um, you need to give me my bike back. And the <laughs> next day he woke up and his bike was back on his porch. And it's like the KGB did stuff like that just to let you know that they are listening to you all the time. <laughs> I wish they could see my face right now. I am gobsmacked. Yeah. It was so, there's a lot of a little anecdotes like that in this book. There's also a lot of technical things. It was fun because they have the, the little funny quotes, little funny things through it like that. Mm-hmm. 
it makes it so it's not textbooky. Textbooky. Not so dry. It's not so dry. I don't. It's like that made me go, oh. Yeah, <laughs> and they talk about like the KGB like hires like very attractive women to be honey traps. Yeah, oh, we've no, actually there's a there's a show. <laughs> yeah, on that's what they call them. The Americans. Uh huh. Ron and I watched that together. We we binged it together. Did and, you? Yeah. It it was really I, I didn't I had started to watch it on television when it was first out and I stopped because I kept missing the time, you know. I I'm not very good at it when it when it's on television, but once they put it on Netflix, then I can do it. Not we watched the whole thing together. And it was really really good. And it is amazing how sneaky they are. They're sneaky. And just the things that they, just the way that their mind works, like coming up with honey traps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, um, like for instance, they were talking about, like, if you take certain airlines that the KGB can put a honey trap in and they know, because they, they know all of the people from, you know, the CIA and NSA and everything else, um, they'll sit next to them and these women will try to hit on them. And if they don't take the bait, they will kiss them anyway and grab their crotch and they have a secret camera on them. And then they'll try to blackmail them with the picture saying, either you do what we say or we're sending this picture to your wife. Oh. Yeah. So Damn. either way, they they get you. And it's just, oh, my gosh. It was but it was a well-written book. I liked it. Um, I think probably our um, 30 to 40 year old men would like this. <laughs> you should make that 30 to 60. Okay. 30 to 60 year old men would like this, Scott. <laughs> you should read this if you like spies and Russia. Scott sure gets a lot of shout outs. Scott, <laughs> perhaps you should be on the virtual tour. <laughs> I know. You, you don't have, you can be a bearded book girl. It works. Works for us. And I'm actually thinking about calling my dad and recommending this book to him. And your I think dad. you would like it. Your, and your dad. And my dad. <laughs> my grandpa would like that. Um, who is it? Arthur? Arthur might like it. I know Arthur. he usually does like... we don't like... know what his taste is. Arthur might like other things. I have talked to Arthur. It's so And I know it's off. usually um, like war stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. The Santa Claus Santa Claus dude. Mm-hmm. And... I have known him as Alan my entire life. Everybody on here calls him Arthur and I'm like... Oh, that's his about... name on... Every yeah. social media, because yeah. he, he follows every, all of us. Yeah, his yeah. name is Arthur Allen Anderson. Right. He's always gone by Allen. Oh, also, okay. my mom, his sister and my mom have been friends since they were like well, five. Okay, Santa Claus dude. Santa Claus. Yeah. Who, who is one of our followers who I've talked to. I know he does a lot of war stuff, but this might be something, since it's like Cold War and Russia related, he might like it. Hmm. He does some nonfiction, because I know at one of the live events, we were talking about nonfiction books. So, but again, that was the spy in Moscow station, a counter spies hunt for a deadly Cold War threat by Eric Hasseltine. And I would say if you like that kind of stuff, you should pick it up because it's, it's well-written, has little funny anecdotes through it. And it was a good read. I liked it. We missed you. Yeah. Welcome back, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, I know she's you've been, been pretty busy with school. Yeah, it's that whole school thing, man. Yep, I'm almost done. I have. You graduate this year, right? I graduate in May. Are, Are we, we going to have like a three-book girl graduation party or what? I'm in. We should. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do uh, an early celebration at our event, which is May the 4th. Mm-hmm. Yes. I graduate May 11th. Let me just add that to my calendar while you're talking about it. Yes, May 4th. Put it on your calendars now. <laughs> Because we are going to be doing our next live event at Full Circle Bookstore on May the 4th. So those of you who, who are planning a trip, um, if you're planning for to join us from surrounding states, then May the 4th is the event at Full Circle. And if you want to come dressed up like a Star Wars character, that's, that's okay. Your business. Because it's oh. May the 4th be with you. I got to find something weird to read. Yeah. We, <laughs> I really want to kind of try to find something space related. And, like, maybe put my hair in buns that day. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) We'll try to find you a spacey one, something that you'd like. All of us with long hair should put, have the uh, cinnamon buns. I think I'm the only one that doesn't fall into that category, aren't I? I mean, you could be, like, Luke Skywalker. He was blonde. He was too short. Well, you can't be Harrison Ford. You don't have the right look. How about I just be the Wookiee and I'll wear a costume? Okay. (laughs) 
You do that, Martha. Ah! <laughs> Are you going to do the podcast in costume? That's a terrible Wookiee. No, <laughs> I'm not going to. I was just... Actually, I would much prefer to be um, C-3PO. You could be Darth Vader. We'll buy you a hat. We'll take you gold. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader. What about R2-D2? Then you can do your, your review in beeps and bops. Hey, that's a great idea. I think I, I think I'm going to need to practice my sound effects before then, though. <laughs> Good or I could eat a lot of donuts before then, and I could be Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, we all have to wear weird bikinis. Yeah, you know, we'll make you do it, Jessica, because you've got the physique for it. Yeah, I was going to say, I ain't wearing no gold bikini. Not after finals, man. I'm dingy. <laughs> I can't wear a gold a gold bikini after watching that episode of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to have to figure out what books we're doing for for a full circle yeah, so that they can actually, make up a flyer. We, we are. I think we last time I think we did it about a month out, but I think we probably need to That's do that like soon. Next weekend. Holy crap! This it is, is like April Monday is the first. Tomorrow, so that yeah. is a month. Son out. of a gun. Okay, on our next episode we will announce the books that we plan to review whatevs i'm gonna do the lisa c nicole's already way prepared well not really i was thinking about it today and i was like shit martha's gonna start harassing me for this and (laughs) (laughs) you want to be ahead of the harasser (laughs) and i don't want to just review something shitty so well the island of sea women by lisa c so Nicole's ahead of all of us. I plan to read that one Good. with my Audible credit because I love it. Lisa C. So I'm going to be able to participate in that conversation. I'm going to tell you I finished this uh, like yesterday, but it's but fascinating. She's, but she's saving her review. I'm going to save it. It must be great if she's saving it. It is. They actually talk about which I've never really read a whole lot about it, uh, but North and South Korea and how they formed, oh. how it became two Koreas. Okay, the one well, that I read that. Um, I bet Vonnie would want to read that one too. Mm-hmm. That, what was that? The white chrysanthemums? How do I? How white chrysanthemum. White chrysanthemums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that talked a lot about. And so did um, the monkey bridges and my boo sandwiches. The one that was sent to us. Oh, balmy sandwiches. Balmy sandwiches, yeah. Or whatever it was. Monkey bridges and balmy sandwiches. Um, that talked a lot about. I mean, she was Vietnamese, so it talked a lot about Vietnam, but it, it hit a little bit on. Korea too. Mm, cool. It was kind of cool. Isn't Mary Roach one of the ones that you've read a lot? Yes. She has um a history book, I mean a space book called Packing for Mars. Oh. Right, right, Let's right. see what that is. Maybe I'll read that one. Okay. I'll do The Black Witch. It was good. I actually loved this movie and my dad made fun of me because I kept laughing out loud while I was reading it. Did you just say you love this movie? This, no. Did I say movie? You did. Oops. I love this book. It's not a movie. It would be a good movie. I read The Black Witch by Laurie Forrest. Um, so this book really, like, got me in my fantasy heart. It's got so many different... I love fantasy authors because I'm so impressed with people who can make up an entire world with all kinds of different races and all kinds of different, like, landmarks. I just think it's cool. World building is fascinating, isn't it? I just am impressed. I I could not come up with like that much detail about something that I made up in my own head, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's um, one of the reasons that I love hearing about new fantasy novels. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is about a girl. Her name is Ar- Ellen Gardner, and she is Gardnerian. So they're um, like part dryad, part human. Okay. That's what their race is. And um, she is the descendant, she's the granddaughter of Carnissa Gardner, which is the black witch who took the Gardnerians from being like the bottom of the tier to being these top kind of tyrant people. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. So they're a bunch Hence of... Hence the black witch. The black witch. Yep. Okay. Um, but she doesn't have any of... She looks exactly like her grandmother, but doesn't have any of her grandmother's power, her magic. Okay. Um, and... They wand fast. That's like their marriage, sort of. But they do a spell on their hands. And if you break the wand fast, it basically makes your hands unusable. Whoa. Yeah, so you don't cheat if you're a gardenerian. <laughs> Dang, I guess. That um, puts a whole new spin on limp-wristed. Mm-hmm. So uh, her 
aunt is trying to get her to one fest. She's like 18, 19. I can't exactly remember what Which age really she is. Which really would be the same thing as getting married? Yeah. Okay. Exactly the same thing as getting married. But her uncle doesn't want her to. So he decides he's going to send her to university, which is her, and makes her promise not to wand fast until she's done with her apothecary school. Um, so she goes to university, and it's her first experience with anyone who isn't Gardnerian. So she meets a bunch of Celts who are kind of, they're like Gardnerians, but they're like a mixed breed is what they call them. And then there are Lupines, who are basically werewolves, and there are um Icarals, who are demons and the gardenarians but they're not really demons <laughs> like they have wings so they okay they're so demons. they're not le- necessarily bad they're just they're the ones that everybody they were on top and the gardenarians took them oh. and so they take all of the male Icarals and cut their wings off Ew. Like it's really really dark this book is insanely dark and so for some of that for some of that stuff it's just like wow okay which is scary because like there's so much hatred between all these races, mm-hmm. and they all hate her because she looks like her grandmother. Ooh. And, um, but her aunt has a lot of pull in the uh, university, so her aunt has her living with two Icarals who hate her. <laughs> and oh, lovely. refuses to pay her university tithe and stuff, so she's working in the kitchen with a bunch of Celts who also hate her. <laughs> because her aunt's the one that wanted her to get married. Right. Okay. And so basically it's just her having to toughen up and like and make friends with people who she wouldn't normally be friends with because and breaks a lot of biases that she has about these people. And she makes friends with there's two lupines at the university and they're basically werewolves. But it's kind of different. I don't you have to read it to understand exactly what they are. But um, and they have all these horrible biases about them, about how they just take women and. Da, 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 and all this stuff but she becomes friends with them their brother and sister and well through the whole book they're like the mage council is appointing a new leader and okay. he's a, a big bad like a i kind of want to call him a bigot but i feel like that's mean he hates all the other races he's making all these decrees right okay that if you're helping the fae or the icarals or the lupines you're gonna go to jail and they need to be out of gardenarian territory which is most of the territory and Lovely. so she has to kind of choose between these new friends she's made and her culture. And it's mm. like good. It's really good. I liked it. And the second book is also really, really good. But I'm ready for the third one to come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's it's rough when they do that to you. Mm-hmm. But I think probably the worst thing is when you love the first book and hate the second and one. And love the second book. <laughs> but then by the time the third book comes out, you're like, meh. So hopefully the third book will live up to the first and second. It was very good. I liked it a lot. And there were parts of it that were just cracking me up. Like I was listening to it and, you know, working on homework or whatever. And then I'd start laughing. And my dad was like, what is so funny? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you'd have to read it to understand because there are all these, there's, you know, two Icarals and two Lupines and her and one of her Gardnerian friends and then their Celtic friends and and uh, a selkie and they all don't understand each other at all like the lupines are like walking around naked because they don't think anything of it and the gardenarians are have the super high collars and they're like oh my gosh why is she naked and, <laughs> and she's like seriously why are you so stuck up or what and they're just like arguing together because they don't understand each other's cultures uh, and it's it's interesting because i think that hmm. it's applicable also actually that c- kind of sounds fascinating yeah And if it's funny at all, I thought it was funny. Then it might win my. It's a kissing book. Oh man! Is it romance? I was waiting (laughs) for the other shoe to drop, and now it has. Yep, it's a bit of a kissing book. Um, Damn it! That's okay though. It's interesting because she's got her the person that her aunt wants her to wand fast to. They like dryads have affinity lines, and their affinity lines match. So whenever she's around him, she can like feel him. But she also likes this kill. I was going to say, there has to be another race in there somewhere, or it just wouldn't be right. Yep. yep. I thought maybe they'd really surprise us, and it would be a lupine or something. Uh, you know, she did see him naked, right? <laughs> Not him. He's his sister. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yep. I was hoping for a full frontal male nudity. <laughs> Not quite. That's really, really good. I would suggest it to anyone who likes fantasy. I think it might be YA, but there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like, that's 
because that's kind of dark. <laughs> the Black Witch by Lori Forrest. Awesome. Sounds Strong. awesome. Well, I mean, the fantasy part, just the not the romance part. part. Yeah, just yeah. not the kissing. You can deal with it. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, <laughs> speed it up to two in those parts. <laughs> it's the kissing and the romance, but um, if there's some good sex scenes in there, then she's all for it. <laughs> if they're weird sex scenes. No. It no makes me sex. feel like a like a creepy voyeur if they're too young, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's weird if they're young. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking, and I missed a couple of races. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the description of some of the races. Oh, yeah, okay. but yeah, you can read. We it. we get the the main gist of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Nicole, we know you're not going to review Lisa C's new one. No, I was going to do that next time. All right, where are you going with this? I'm not. Okay. Well, I already talked to you about this one. You said you might want to read it. Okay. But it's called The Luckiest Girl Alive, and it's by Jessica Knoll. Yes. Because she also wrote the sister one. What, what was it called? Hold on. Oh, that one sister the one, one that, I did. that Kayla did? No, that oh, I no, did. That you did. The one I did. About the reality hold on, hold show. On, guys. The favorite sister. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about this one. I'm re- I almost checked this out the other day before I talked to you, so... I'm interested to hear about this one. Okay, so I actually got this from the library sale, one of my other dollar reads. Okay. Throwing that out there. Uh, (laughs) But, okay, so I have to say that the beginning of this book, and the whole book is not this way, but the beginning of this book was so uh, dark and twisty, and I was actually kind of shocked by the language that was used. Really? I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, But it follows the story of Ani... Um, and she is, the, the book opens up and she is literally shopping with her super duper rich fiance for their wedding registry. And literally the first couple of pages are her picking out knives and thinking about (laughs) what it would be like to shove one through her husband. Very Gone Girl there. (laughs) Okay, so people compare this to Gone Girl, and actually, this book is nothing like Gone Girl except for how shocking the first. Yeah, but only in like the first part of the book. Oh, the whole thing's not that way. Um, But okay, so she, you, so she's shopping with her super rich fiance, and she's like talks about binge eating a lot um, in the first part of this. She's trying to lose a bunch of weight for. She's not chubby or anything like. But she's trying to lose weight for the wedding? Yeah, because she's marrying this aristocratic, mm. into an aristocratic family. And um, you're, you're kind of unsure anything about her other than she works um, for a magazine. Uh, she has a kind of a glamorous job. Um, she dresses really nice. And uh, you know that she is marrying into money on purpose. Um, and then the story goes back and forth between different timelines. So on one, she's about to get married. And on the second one, it goes to her childhood. And in her childhood, her name is Tiffany. <laughs> and so it's a different name than her. Yeah. So Ani, like Tiff, Ani. Oh, okay, okay. 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 She changed Sorry. it to make her sound, self sound more sophisticated mm. and rich. <laughs> um, but you learn that she comes from a like, just a, this typical family. Um, they're middle class. Uh, her mom spends more money than she should, but they put her through private school. Um, and she's kind of bullied a lot in middle school because she, one of her friends was smoking pot, essentially. But then she actually got blamed for it. So then her mom moved her to a different school. So she would, because of her, she was being ostracized, essentially. Mm. And this new school was very cliche, like she was the new girl and she was really, really, really trying to fit in. And so she ends up meeting this one kid and she thought he was gay and but she liked him and hung out with him and was friends with them and hung out at this table that and they were kind of the outcasts of the school. And then all of a sudden the more popular group kind of started talking to her. And so she was doing whatever she could do to become the po- part of the popular group, right? And then the story flips back to her current life and going through her um, her engagement, essentially. And then you find out that there's going to be a documentary about something that happened. 
but you don't know what happened. And you know it's something really bad happened when she was in school because she keeps talking about how how much she hated school or well and then yeah and then she meets someone else that she happened to go to school with um and then she continues i'm not even going to tell you what happens cuz i think that was the most brilliant part about this book um <laughs> uh but she continues like so she's she's supposed to get married like almost immediately after she films this documentary and she wants to film this documentary to get her voice out about what happened at this at the the event that you don't know about um and cuz she feels like she never got to speak out after it and everybody always thinks that she's a horrible person and that she just has all this guilt she's carrying around from the event mm. and then you go back to her um school days and you find out and I will tell you this cuz it's not really giving an it's not even going to tell you what the event is um she so she's trying to get in with these popular kids and she ends up going to a party one night and they convince her to drink some alcohol and she drinks too much and then she's essentially raped three times by three different teenage boys without but she doesn't understand that's what happened. Oh. Um and this happens fairly early on in the story but then like so you start to see the how the school is affecting her because she's trying so hard to be the popular one. And you see how her mother, because her mother is always spending too much money on clothes, that trying to keep up with the Johnsons. And mm. she's got this BMW that she thinks is awesome. But eventually, Ani realizes that BMWs are for new money, not old money. And then she has the, such this, like, she talks about it even in her adult life. Like, there's a difference between new money and old money and how, I like, just the mindset is so fascinating to yeah I've, to read. I've read stuff about where they talk, the different, talk about the difference between old money and new money. Yeah. And she's just obsessed with becoming this massively... She's marrying into old money and she is doing everything she possibly can to for people to make sure she, I, like she's just trying to be a different person than she really is. And she, digger. Uh, she's not ne- not she. Yes, she is trying to marry. She's not trying to take his money, though. So that, but she wants into that life into the for the perception of it. Oh, I see. Okay. So and it's very interesting. And then just. Like you, I think you should read this, Martha. Well, maybe I don't know. I think you'll like it, but when I, you, I think I'm gonna read it. I did not expect what the event was. Like hmm. you just hear about this documentary and that they're filming and all this stuff, and then at some point she ends up meeting one of her old teachers, and you don't really understand what's going on with that either. And then, then you get to the documentary part, and you're like, "Holy shit, hmm. that's what this was all about." Interesting. So I thought it was really uh, well put together. I will have, like, on the front of the book, it really does compare it to um, Gone Girl. So, but don't go to, don't read this expecting it to be like Gone Girl because it's not. It's, it's very different. Yeah, it's a very dark book. Um, it's got very serious subjects in it, um, like not just the rape, but there's a couple other ones, um, and there's some really. Uh, heavy dark language in the beginning of it but the rest of it is very interesting at the library all right <laughs> martha's gonna go download it 11 11 <laughs> copies available oh, damn 11 copies okay drew williams <laughs> has anyone read anything by drew williams uh there's a book in the library called the stars now unclaimed by drew williams it, it came up in in space humor books for adults i don't think so. it doesn't really it sounds more adventurous than humor from the description but it has four stars so i wonder if it's it's like the first book in like a series which i probably wouldn't read the rest of the series but what is it well if if you read it then well i'm thinking of something for oh i see the stars now unclaimed i was thinking about there's one that's called um at Night of the Living Trekkie. That's a zombie book. 
Is and, that at um, a Star Trek convention? Uh, Selznick. It is. Um, no, red shirts. That's Selznick, which I loved, by the way. Red. You you should read Red Shirts. What's that about? It's about. Well, it's the just, away team in Star Trek where. You get, of course, that's Star Trek, not Star I, that's, Wars. That's what I was like. I was like, okay, yeah, that's sorry. some real avid Star Wars fans does not like it when yeah. people compare Star Trek to Star Wars because they really are very two different things. Yes, they are. Uh, being a lover of both of them, I know that they are two very yeah. different things. So <laughs> I was trying to find something that I would not absolutely hate because I'm not much for science fiction. That's um, no, we'll, space We'll related. find something for you. We've got to find something for you. Maybe our book girls will have some suggestions for us. Look need... us up on Facebook and uh, give us some suggestions of books that Vonnie can read that may be space related for our event. That's and she wants to logical. pop in on the some, some logical stuff. I think I've decided... That I'm not going to review The Silent Patient. But I am going to mention it. I did read it. It is a book of the month. Was. Was a book a month of the month. Was a book of the month. I read it a while ago, actually. But I, I, I keep seeing it pop up. And, you know, I'm a member of a lot of these, um, like, Bookaholic Cafe and some of those ones on Facebook. I like to troll through there occasionally and see what people are reading and... See what people are talking about. I just feel like I need to mention that while I was reading it, it reminded me so much of another book. The whole twist part was like, not only did I see that coming from 10 miles away, but it sounds suspiciously like another book that I read. But I just don't remember which one. You know what I'm saying? I think after you read enough thrillers... Over time, they sort of all start to blend together and and it takes a lot to shock you, you know. So I think I'm going to just say that I was not impressed by The Silent Patient, even though a lot of people loved it. So having said that, I think I'm going to review God's Behaving Badly by Marie Phillips. And I want to give a shout out to Tracy Robinson from the... Facebook group, Fantasy Fiction, Fantasy Book Discussions, because she suggested it in another post for somebody who was looking for something that was Greek God related. Okay. But it was a hilarious book. Well, I was kind of wondering where this was going when you said the uh, name. God's Behaving Badly. I was like, okay, no, it's not a religious book because you're reviewing it. A bit anti-religious. But it's about Greek gods. I thought it was really interesting. I actually have read a couple of different books with this basic premise where gods living in our world today. um, Once again, you read enough books, you're going to run into overlap. But I really liked this particular book. Um, and I I did listen to the audio. Of course, they were British. Of course, it took place in London, which I love. The, the gods were Greek gods, of course. And one of the main characters is a cleaner, a person who cleans houses and stuff. Oh, I was... Okay. Yeah, they call it a cleaner. Um, she works for a television studio. And she and her boyfriend are... I think she's like a 30-year-old virgin. Uh-huh. You know, she has this flirtation, extended flirtation with her, this guy that she likes. And she just can't get up the nerve to kiss him sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a kissing book. S- sort of, <laughs> but in a funny way. You read a kissing book? Well, I think it might be considered a kissing book, but I really did like it. So she invites him to join her on the sly at this taping of a television show. Well, you soon realize that it's a pilot for a show featuring Apollo. Apollo being Apollo, the god. Artemis and Apollo. Yes. 
and he is going to be telling the future. Well, her this this guy that she likes thinks it's hilarious when people try to predict the future and he just gets a kick out of it. And that's why she invites him. Well, they sit in the they sneak in after the taping's already begun and they sit in the front row and Apollo falls madly in love with her. Uh-oh. <laughs> and what could possibly go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So she gets fired because during the taping, one of her bosses sees her because she he's she's he's distract Apollo's distracted by her gets an erection during during the taping. Of course. Um she gets fired from her job because she wasn't supposed to be in the taping in the first place. And then by a twist of fate ends up going door to door to find a new cleaning job and ends up working in the very house where Apollo and the rest of the gods live. (laughs) It's just absolutely so much fun. The whole, you know, Artemis, the goddess of hunting, is a professional dog walker. The goddess of beauty is a a telephone sex operator, Aphrodite. (laughs) Um, there's a whole bunch of things like that going on. And in the meantime, you also have the secondary plot of Apollo, who can have any woman he wants, basically. But he wants the maid. But he wants her. And she doesn't want anything to do with him. Of course. So it, it was just a really fun read. It was one of those things that I would, the, the whole palate cleanser thing for me, I have been spending an inordinate amount of time Reading Terry Pratchett again, reading a bunch of science fiction that I probably won't ever review. Just mainly because, you know, when you're doing a series, it's not a five-star read for you. It's something you just really super enjoy. And I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But lately, I've really been into it. And this was a nice departure because it's really hard for me to find stuff that's like Terry Pratchett. Mm Mm-hmm whom I love, and unfortunately, he's deceased, so he's not writing anymore. This was excellent. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I super enjoyed it. It would make a hilarious movie. I hope somebody makes this into a movie. It's not a new read, um, and I am putting Marie Phillips on my radar, and I'm going to seek out a bunch of other books that have been written by her, hopefully, the others will live up to my expectations. This was a snarky little read, fun, and I loved it. It was called God's Behaving Badly by Marie Phillips. That sounds fun. It was. I had a very good time reading it. Very uh, space opera-y and like funny. Uh, yeah, I, I always like things that are funny. I, I need more people to write like that so that I can read it. And if my book girls have any suggestions, I would love to hear them. I'm sorry. No, I'm not talking about space. Read that description out loud. Well, no, just okay. to yourself. <laughs> I was like, don't make me do that. <laughs> Flashback to third grade. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't need to be on the podcast. Oh, did I say Tracy? Thanks, Tracy, for suggesting this book to me. It was awesome. It sounds funny. Aphrodite, the sex operator, sex telephone sex operator was the best. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. Hi, yeah. honey. You know what I'm wearing? They'd be talking and having a conversation and her phone would ring. And all of a sudden she'd go, oh, my God, I'm so wet. (laughs) (laughs) Except for she wouldn't say, oh, my God. She'd say, oh, I'm so wet right now. (laughs) What what are you what are you wearing? (laughs) All righty. So I just thought it kind of sounded like mean because the name of it is Old Man's War. I like it. And I like to read stuff that old men read. (laughs) <laughs> you do. Bonnie's secretly an old man. Maybe I was an old man in another life. I think maybe you were. I scared Garrett. <laughs> what did you do? You tell? Did you tell him you were pregnant? Oh, no. <laughs> that would scare her. That would be hilarious. It's almost no, 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 April no, no, Fool's no. Day, That's Jessica. My brother really just funny. had a baby. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> His brother's getting married next weekend. We don't need any of that. I'm not even, not even going to joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> It would be pretty funny, Garrett, yep. you scamp. I was studying for my abnormal psych test and having to... When I'm studying like for a test and it's five chapters of all these different disorders mm-hmm. and 
after I study for a long time, it's all I can talk about because it's like my head is so full. And you're Googling your symptoms of, just of information. Shame. Oh yeah. my God, I think I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Yep. You know, she's I, Googling things. Like, mm-hmm, this is Bonnie and Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, when we went to Full Circle Bookstore, you know, drank mm-hmm. all that wine. Mm-hmm. I drank eight M&Ms and animals. blew my whole diet. Drunk eight? I drank eight M&Ms. Have you ever drunk eight anything? That would be drunk eaten. Drunk eaten. It doesn't sound as good when you say it that way. I went home and drunk ate some M and M's. I drunk ate. But like, is it just me or like when you're drunk, does everything just taste delicious? Oh yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah, that's why Taco Bell's line every Friday and Saturday night is wrapped around the building. Yeah, welcome to Oklahoma. The only thing I want to do when I'm drunk is. Pass out or barf. Yeah, <laughs> I know the reason I, I don't do the drunk eating thing. Huh? Or I is do. everything delicious? It your, is. Your everything face cracks is delicious when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know there's one time that I was at home and I had a friend over and, like, you know, we were like drinking and stuff. And um, I made those hobo dinners. Have you ever heard of them? Like, where you put like a hamburger patty and like some vegetables and you put them in a like aluminum foil pouch and cook oh, them in the oven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing special. It's a hamburger patty, really. And oh some my vegetables. God, this is so good. It was. This is I was like licking the aluminum foil <laughs> when it came out. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever ate. Oh, everything's better when you're drunk. It's like sex is better, food's better. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of food, it is Sunday morning. Is it time to eat? Who's bringing me brunch? I got to run the board for a remote. Uh, I wonder if I could have mimosas in here. Somebody hook me up, would you? I would just not say it too loud. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe unplug the TV channel camera <laughs> yeah. pointed straight or, at like, you. Or put it in a... Uh, in a hobo pouch? Put it in, in a, uh, <laughs> a bottle gross. that you cannot Can see through. Martha, is your brunch sitting right behind you right now? Yeah. What do you, what do you got back there? A protein box from Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> Boiled eggs and apples. Yum. Looks delicious. And Actually, on that I do note, like those. That's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.